0: Now it's good. Now it's good. Now it's better.
1: I'll still be able to manipulate whatever I want, but now we are much better than we were before. What's going on, everybody? Oh, wait. No, wait. Music's still going. Music is still going. Hey, Nick. (laughs) Music is still going. I'm like playing out the intro in my head like a turd, which will lead into our next one. okay. What's going on, everybody? It's just G and Nick here. It's not a live show, so we won't be stopping to answer people's questions that they ask us on the live show. Uh, We're just... Chilling out. Anthony's gone. He took the iPad where we can do the live show. He because, took his
0: iPad and went home.
1: Yeah. Um, he wasn't happy with our antics. And so now Nick and I were like, you know what? Screw it. It's cool. It's cool. Let's just do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. So that's what this uh, episode of the podcast is gonna be. Um, I'll probably put a title. I don't know. I've been changing the title so it's like Comic Con and stuff, this and stuff, like just you know, more of just less than this and then this and then this. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to change things. I don't know.
0: Keep keeping. You know, keep on keeping keep it on. fresh. Keep,
1: keep it, it fresh. Keep it funky, fresh, and fun. That's yeah. a shout out to my boy Mac over in uh, in Cowtown. Um, but yeah, everybody listening right now on your, I don't know, Spotify's, Podbeans, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, all over the place. Um, the shout out to the whole Podern family. There's a Podern family on Twitter. 100. A lot of podcasts there. Cinematically Correct is a great one. I was like listening to them. They're awesome. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check them out, they're at Cinematically Correct on Twitter. And that's their podcast name, um, the the Shitty Podcast. Not, it's not they're not actually the Shitty Podcast. They're the one from called last the week, Shitty Podcast, something like that. Uh, I'm gonna get the name because I don't want to actually screw it up. But those guys uh, are funny. I think they hit uh, they for sure would have hit a thousand followers by the time that this was up, which is great. And uh, yeah, they're awesome. Um, oh, the let's get Shitty Show Podcast. That's the one. There we go. Uh, And then there's a whole whack of other ones. So, um, Oh, and obviously our boys at Real Locker Room Talk in Calgary. They're still going. They're going strong. From what I understand, they're going to be switching over to some video as well come September. So I'm super excited for them. Nick, what the hell is going on?
0: Uh, Same old, same old man. Just, you know, living the dream. We get a chance to have a show without our boss here, which is kind of nice. So uh, yeah, Anthony gave us Reigns, all the reins to the show. So I think it'll be a good time yeah I yeah. agree always is always is always yeah. there's a
1: different there's a different dynamic with you and I, yeah, we've been friends for a like for a long time. Yeah. We, we get each other's cadences. we know the rhythm of how we go. It's the rhythm of the night. Yeah. Oh, night. Oh, <laughs> <All> night. night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and you know, Anthony's just the young guy, and he's got his own thing, and he's very dry, and he's very, you know, like he's got his he's got his thing. So, Agreed. collectively, it works. But you know, when you got the dynamic duo right here, yes,
0: yeah. three's company sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. I mean, and
1: Anthony, if you're listening, two's company, three's sorry, a crowd. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, all you video game fans out there, we do have a Twitch. Page or Twitch channel now. Anthony's been loading up a bunch of stuff. He's been getting like followers every single time he's been going on. Really? Like whether it's he's playing Fortnite. I think he was playing Back Black, Back Ops, Black Ops. Nice. uh The Dragon Ball game as well. So that one, that I joined them the one time. I was super shitty. Didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I Leroy J. Je- I asked them at one point. I'm like, so what's the protocol on Leroy Jenkinsing in this little <laughs> thing? They know was, what during, that was Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. God. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and. The guy's like, well, you know, maybe just let us know. I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose of (laughs) the Leroy Leroy Jenkins.
0: Jenkins. (laughs) But anyways. um, What's the probability of uh, making it two? I'm just going to calculate the odds there real quick. Just give me a second. (laughs) 33 and a third. Repeating, of course.
1: (laughs) Repeating, of course. Do you ever think people will stop saying repeating, of course? No, I don't think so. Like everybody assumes that it's (laughs) going to repeat. I
0: don't think so either. I love it. Oh man! Yeah. Greatest clip still. You were the one who told me about that clip. You showed me that clip originally. I think so because I was playing yeah. World of Warcraft at the time. Like <laughs> I, I was laughing for deep like in it three days. Yeah. All I would say was Leroy Jenkins. Your
1: favorite line though was, "Oh my God, he just, <laughs> just went in." <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that, that was the best. That's line.
1: when you were like. Like this is amazing. <laughs> like these, ner- like this guy's the the king right now. He, that dude is a king. I'm a oh man.
0: come on, Leroy. <laughs> sorry guys.
1: I'm sorry you guys. <laughs> what an a hole. It was so good. Oh, I was man. so happy with that. Um, Infinity War came out. The DVD or oh. not the DVD? Sorry the the HD version. Digital version is out. It came out okay. on the thirty first. Um, I got myself a copy and I rewatched it and it was um, ever so video. glorious. And uh, the actual dvd i think comes out on the 14th of august. Okay. So, i'm probably i'm definitely going to get that. Apparently there's a massive amount of behind the scenes stuff and like deleted scenes and all that, so i'm super excited. Um the so venom gonna tr- be a special
0: oh. gift set sort in oh, no, I... Do they do they even do that's the one thing i've noticed or yeah. like and correct me if i'm wrong. They don't do dvd sets like gift box sets anymore, do they? Like they used to back in the question. day, but now i don't see it as much.
1: They do a lot with tv. Okay. Um but with movies I th- I think there's very few that are actually like I think what they're going to do is they're probably going to release one. Yeah. Uh, there there is box art for one already. Okay. So they will be releasing one up until now. Which anybody that's thinking of buying that one don't buy it yet. <laughs> Wait until Avengers 4, then buy that box set. Yeah. Cuz that box set is going to be the entire library thing start to finish, right? Yeah. Yeah. That the thing that's from Iron Man number 1 to Avengers 4 that is what this like that's what the journey's been yeah. up until now everything else after that i'm not going to say is inconsequential but i'm starting to not care
0: yeah it's it's kind of getting to a point where you're like okay let's wrap this up like yeah. you know we like the superheroes we like how they you know, evolved as characters. like, And the movies have been good. And yeah. that's the one thing we could say is the movies have been getting better as time progresses. Yeah, it's true. Which, you know, is a concern that sometimes you have when when a franchise goes on for too long, yeah. so to speak. But uh, in the, in this instance, they've been getting better. But yeah, like I got to agree with you. I'm just, I'm kind of over superhero movies in general right now. Like I'm, I'm just, okay, let's wrap this up or, or do something yeah. different. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, I'm excited for the ones that are coming out Like, I'm still gonna go see them, yeah, but I'm not, I don't know, I don't think anybody's gonna be as invested in them as we were with the MCU, yeah, right? Like, the DC movies we've talked about a hundred times are doing the one at a time thing, which is a great idea. Everyone's been following the MCU like it's Game of Thrones, like it was a breaking bad. What's gonna happen next? Where does this connect? How does this connect? Like, it's brought a lot of people together. When you first started watching Game of Thrones, I told you, I'm like, dude, talk to whoever you can about Game of Thrones. Because, A, there's going to be people out there. Yeah. And, B, you're going to have your own theories about things, and people will be able to kind of let you in on those theories. People are still talking theories for the next season. And it's for me, it was the easiest way to remember people's names. Yeah. (laughs) Because I had no idea. Yeah. And so with the MCU, that's what it was. It was our little TV show that everybody loved, everybody adored. And, yeah, they had a couple missed episodes. But we still stuck through it because you're looking at this train going, and you're like, at the halfway point, I think it was um, leading up to Age of Ultron, because it was Winter Soldier. You're like, yeah, we got some big game changers with Winter Soldier. Yeah, then Age of Ultron came out and it was okay. Like I enjoy watching it. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it as on par as the first Avengers. No. And then you have, I mean, your third installments of movies. Your third Thor movie, which was a a, a success. Yeah, like amazing movie. Black Panther crushes at the box office. Spider Man, I think, did okay. Yeah, like, and I, and I rewatched it a couple times. And I was like, this is a fun movie. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm watching a Spider Man one. Yeah, but we just won't. It won't be the same. No, like, and, and there's gonna be the kids that everybody invested in it that are gonna be like, well, our heroes back then. It'll yeah. be like the Star Wars <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, the original, pe- the the original trilogy for a lot of people. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's a trilogy.
0: That's that is the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah no I, I I agree I think um I, I like and kind of segueing now going into like uh you know the venom trailer oh, yeah I like yeah. the fact that we're now um kind of focusing on like more of the the villains mm. and uh just kind of getting their backstory so it, it, you make you, you kind of feel for them as characters now yeah. and you're you're kind of getting a better idea of of what the what the bad guy side is like yeah. right so I, I'm kind of glad. I'm glad that we're getting away from the superhero stuff. But now that we're going into like the villains, like I think it'll be different. I think it's a different perspective. Yeah. Um. I, I'm kind of, I'm curious to see how like, you know, with Venom, for example, like if they're going to bring in Spider-Man at some point and how, how mm. they're going to direct the movie. Is it going to be a Spider-Man movie with Venom or is it going to be Venom movie with Spider-Man as not like a secondary role, but yeah. like are you are we going to find ourselves kind of more cheering for the bad guy? Which in today's society, it's kind of been like, you look at stuff and I don't want to like parallel it to wrestling, for example, but like in in the WWE, the the guys that are getting cheered aren't the baby faces. They're not the, they're the heels. Like the guys like the Miz, who people are supposed to hate, or Braun Strowman, who's supposed to be like this really bad dude that everybody, like he just beats the hell out of people. Yeah. They're the ones getting the biggest pops when they come out and the soup, the good guys are like the superheroes, yeah. like, you know, are the ones that they're trying to be good, like Roman Reigns, God bless them. But like, <laughs> they just can't make them a good guy and they can't get them over with the fans, but like, they're the ones that get the lackluster kind of whatever. Just yeah. even back when in the day, like when Stone Cold, for example, Stone Cold mm-hmm. Steve Austin was out. Everybody loves, he's the guy who's flipping off the boss. He's, he's trying to be the bad guy. Yeah. And the more and more he tries to be the heel, the more and more the fans love him yeah. and can't get him over as a, like they won't boo him. Right. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that maybe this is a new twist, you know, kind of based on our society. Like, Hey, do we want to root for the bad guy? Do yeah. we want to know a little bit more about the Jokers and the Venoms and the like whoever else that we, I don't know. What, are your, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Um I, I hope They do that with more movies, because I I don't like everyone judges the villains in all these movies, whether it's a superhero movie or not, like your your antagonist in the movie only has a brief period of time to really make it count. Yeah. And if they don't make it count in those moments, then you're like, you know, you forget about them, right? Um but when they can focus on an actual movie and then you're you're conflicted going in, yeah. Like that's sweet. That's really cool. And I'm I'm pretty sure with the I'm pretty sure with Venom, they're going to do the Venom. Like, the Venom movie looks pretty awesome, and he's got a villain in Riot. Yep. And then Carnage is going to show up. And then I think what's going to happen is Venom, our villain, who legit eats people. We saw it in the trailer. Yeah, like which
0: I was not expecting, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was awesome. Twice. Yeah. yeah. You look at that dude's face. Yeah. We are Venom. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Well done, by the way. Thank you. Uh,
1: and then- <laughs> What
0: was that? I don't know. You went from sweet to like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh,
1: and then, well, and in Carnage- goes at both of them right because then venom goes after carnage and then they have their battle and then venom and spidey team up to take down carnage like it's happened yeah then there's the spidey venom carnage triangle thing going on yeah plus all this other stuff right now i'm hoping they don't go that far because then they get into territories that like nobody knows anything about these characters yeah and they're gonna need to bring in people that we know and then water it all down so it's like here's a hooked on phonics version of what I want to show you. (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. The, the Coles, like kind of a Coles nose thing, but like, but yeah, man, if they, if they start making like villain, villain movies, I think it'd be sweet. And then tie them into our hero eventually. Yeah. And then have us love the villain like that. Cause if you get a movie with them, you're going to connect if the writing's good and everything like that.
0: I think a superhero is only defined as good. Um, in relation to the villain that he's going up against. Agreed. So it, like, I think in, in some cases, the better the villain, like, you know, the, without a villain, you don't have a good superhero. Yeah. So I, I think it's time that they do start focusing on the villain and, and the importance, like the role that they have. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at guys, you know, you look at Superman, for example, Lex Luthor, right? Mm-hmm. Like just mean dude, you know, whatever, evil to the core, like- And genius too. And And to
1: He's able to manipulate the things of Superman that are his faults. Yeah. Right. He's able to just break through. And the thing is, is one operates with BS. Yeah. Right. With their codes and everything like that. And it's the same thing with Batman and the other one doesn't. Yeah. Like the fact that you have codes is a reason that I'm coming after you.
0: If So you're more familiar with directors than I am. And I'll I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I don't know. Is there a director out there that you think that could pull off putting together a movie where we actually feel bad and empathize with the villain? Um, If like, let's say, you know, there's a a villain, you know, you'll do the movie in the end, like the good guy will win with the exception of Thanos. But like, do you think there's a, a director out there that could pull off a movie like that and get us to empathize with the villain?
1: Well, there's a, yeah, there's definitely a lot of them. I look at Quentin Tarantino because most of his movies don't have good characters. And by good characters, do not take that wrong. They're not morally good people. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have ethical characters. They don't have, yeah, ethical characters. Do not mistake me. Not quality, ethics. Tarantino is is jumping between one and two in my top director's list. But all of his people are really bad. And he makes, like, look, have you seen Django, right? No, I haven't. Dude. I We're going to watch yeah. that, okay. and you're going to see Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in that, and you're going to be like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like He turned that's him not into not Jack a... from Titanic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you look at Reservoir Dogs. Amazing movie. All character. It's about bad guys robbing people, and you're feeling for these people. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. There's not a single good person in there, except for maybe Bruce Willis's girlfriend, who's kind of annoying. Yeah. But everybody's a bad guy, but- you're worried about Bruce Willis. You're worried about Travolta. You're worried about all the characters in there. Uh, so he would be definitely. He would. He'd definitely be one. Um, Nolan. I think he's really good at. I. I don't know if he could give us a really good villain. I mean, I say that and I think obviously we've talked about this at length of Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. But that was Heath Ledger. Yeah. That was people fell uh, for Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah but but, not but I really mean you know Joker. that wasn't a director thing. Like yeah. those camera those camcorder parts where he sends them into Batman through the yeah. news, Heath Ledger directed those. Oh wow. and those were some of the scariest points. Like he just took a camcorder, recorded them, gave them and Nolan's like, Yep, let's do this. Wow. Now he's got a great eye for talent, Nolan. Yeah. And he's he's amazing at so many things plus it's like his 10 years or something like that he's got like a he had a birthday recently or something oh, okay um but uh, who else Fincher is good if when you see Fight Club you'll you'll understand what I mean and we will see it soon yeah um you look <laughs> so lo- many movies I need oh to see. yeah uh, or even seven You've seen yeah, seven. Seven I've seen. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Shortest amount of time on there. Kevin Spacey himself, which is really tough to talk about him now with all the stuff, but I mean yeah. still an amazing role. Yeah. He didn't even want to be credited on the movie. He wasn't like he wasn't in the, uh, the main credits because he didn't want to give away Who anything. Was, yeah. Because then the entire time you're like. Who's Kevin Spacey? Oh, our villain is Kevin Spacey. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, Kevin Spacey walks into the police station, and he's screaming out with blood in his hands, detective. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like
0: a- Powerful that moment. That is
1: a very powerful moment with yeah. a very short period of time. And obviously, that's accounted to the actor, of course. But that's David Fincher, man. Yeah. Um, who else would I put? I don't know. I would say them. Scorsese. Most of yeah. the stuff aren't gangsters, and we really we don't do like that. them. Um, But again, a lot of it, I think, just comes down to this. Give us a good character, yeah, and all you have to do is put them in a situation, yeah, right. So you, it's true. You, you, and then their moral compass obviously will that the, the choices that they make will obviously dictate to us, and we'll find out pretty quick if they're a bad guy or a good guy, mm-hmm. right, or what their overall moral compass is in relation to us, yeah. And the more that we can relate to that, then we can we we can buy into that character yeah, and we can be like, you know what? I, I agree with a lot of what's going on here. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, I know you don't know much directors, but like, are there any, are there any movies that you remember a villain? Like not even superhero movies, but there's like a movie where you're just like, that was a villain.
0: Yeah. Like I, I think like black Panther to an extent, like, you know, uh, with Michael B Jordan's character, I think Mm -hmm. that was one where, you know, you, He's he's this badass, and you're like, oh, like what's the deal? He's kind of a jerk, and then you realize we kind of had a crappy, you know, deal dealt, deal a uh, cards dealt to him, you know, yep. in his past with you know with his dad and everything, and you're like, okay, you kind of empathize with him, and especially I think we could get to a point now where it's not spoiler, Go but you know, like at the end there where they're you know they're just sitting watching the sunset, and you're like, mm. you kind of feel bad for the dude. Yep. I think even in Infinity War. Um, with Thanos, I think you saw a side where you were, you kind of were like, ah, oh, you almost feel bad for him. And then no. half the people disappear and you're like, no, I don't like him now. <laughs> like I like, but I, I like that too. Cause it was kind of like, you know, with, uh, Gamora. Oh yeah. You know, and the relationship there. And you're like, oh, you see like this kind of, I don't want to say a softer side, but like it was, it was a softer side.
1: It's it's a father and a daughter, even though it's not his real daughter. Like he loved her. So
0: you're like, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I, I hope he doesn't like, I hope they don't kill him because you know, he seems like a good dude. Right. And then he puts (laughs) the thing and he kills them. And I'm like, I don't like you now. Why would you do that? That's so mean. Right. It's almost like you
1: can, there's this brief light of redemption in your eyes for that character. Yeah. And then they do what they're supposed to do anyways. Yeah. And then you're like, oh! Like, yeah. And and that's the thing with Infinity War is that Thanos had the most screen time. He was our main character and yeah. it was a villain movie. Yeah. Like it was a movie about him. Yeah. Everybody else was just... Secondary. Yeah, they were all secondary in terms of screen time, in terms of what they did. I mean, there was obviously awesome moments. Yeah, absolutely. Right? um, But... Yeah, that was a that was another one. Um one could argue, have you ever seen Citizen Kane? No. If you're a Citizen Kane fan, one could argue that Citizen like the 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 main character uh, you know, he himself was his own villain. There's a lot of internal struggle in that movie. It's a it's like one of it's still coveted as one of the top movies. Yep. Um Psycho, the original Hitchcock? Yeah. Not the Vince Vaughn one, but the original one, like yeah. I wouldn't say we relate to that character. That's a great villain. Like yeah. That's a weird. That's a very messed up psychological way of of twisting. Even, but Christian Bale in American Psycho, Psycho.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not bad. Yeah. I was I was like, this is pretty. This is pretty cool. Like I, this is a movie about a really bad bad guy that yeah. kills people. Yeah. It's a thing because at the end of it, it's a weird ending. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're at a point where, even in the trailer, at Venom it says we've had enough superheroes. Like, let's, let's have some villains now. Exactly. Right? And let's have some fully fleshed out villains and let them meet our heroes later on. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's always a tough part. I rewatched... Uh, have you seen Split? No. I rewatched Split <laughs> recently. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I rewatched Split yesterday and like... Which one's uh, that? James McAvoy's character. Um, it's a pretty much about split personalities. The character has got 24 different oh, personalities. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. now, but I haven't seen it. And it, it. Connects, and it connects
1: to Unbreakable, which if you haven't seen Unbreakable, that's a great, especially now, it's an amazing movie, and it it actually holds up the best now when there's so many superhero movies around, and then they're doing what nobody knew was going to be a trilogy, the trilogy. So Split is a sequel, kind of. To unbreakable. unbreakable? No, it is a sequel. Like then, Bruce
0: Willis, Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And then Glass is going to be the third one mm-hmm. of this trilogy. Oh, I didn't know so that. So it's Unbreakable, Split, and then Glass.
0: That's like that's quite a difference in years between uh, Unbreakable and Split, I though, think wasn't 15? it? Fifteen. Yeah, like it was a long time ago. Oh, I yeah. remember that in the theaters.
1: But I mean, Shyamalan had a really shitty run for a while. Like he proclaimed yeah. himself the next Spielberg or something like that, and then all of his movies ended up being garbage after. Yeah. Like, he obviously had his hits, but. He didn't recover for a while. But he did that movie with Will Smith and his son after Earth. He didn't even put himself in the credits.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And then he came back with The Visit, and The Visit was really good. Super messed up. I
0: haven't seen that one.
1: Um, it's a horror one.
0: Yeah. I that's don't know if you'd want to watch it. Yeah. And
1: then, uh, yeah. yeah, now he comes with Split. And even though the movie itself wasn't, it wasn't like amazing, mm-hmm. it was good. It was the character that James McAvoy did that you're like, holy crap, like this guy's messed up and he did like to be able to switch from his different personalities in a dime and you can tell the difference between each like that's a it's that's its own master class in acting that yeah. was super impressive <laughs> um what else did you have a good week did i, I ask did. you that all right did i did you didn't ask me yet but yeah no, it was a go pretty for good week it. we're 21 minutes and i can ask you about your week
0: yeah care. no it's all good we had a it was a good week it was a busy week yeah you know it was one of those ones uh that just kind of it started off like I was, I had a few things on the go and then all of a sudden, like it just filled and I'm like, I have no time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a little hectic, but, um, I was, is there any, I was looking at like a couple of different movies that were coming out and one of them that caught my eye and I wanted to get your opinion on it. I've seen the trailer for the new Robin Hood movie. I did. What are your thoughts? Hmm. It's like a little Assassin's Creed, yeah. And I, I was like, I was thinking Assassin's Creed in there, and I'm like, I wonder if G will like it or if he'll just be like, it's garbage. But it smells nice. It's gonna be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if it'll beat Kevin Costner. Yeah. I don't. I also don't think it'll ever beat Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Uh it's definitely different. Or I'm- even
0: um, what's um. Gladiator character. Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's I didn't Robin care Hood. for that one. I wasn't a big fan of it either, yeah, but this one, I don't know. I kind of looking at it and I'm like, it, uh, it, Marlon Wayans is in it? Is no. It, no, uh, sorry. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. Yeah. Why do I keep getting them confused? I'm I sorry. But yeah, Jamie Foxx is in it.
1: Taron Egerton, yeah. who I'm a fan of. As
0: the, uh, the sheriff? No. Taron well, Egerton is it? Robin Hood. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Who's the sheriff in that one? Uh,
1: it's not Jude Law. It's because uh, he was, I'm thinking that, um, that what's it? The guy Richie, uh, the guy Richie, what one with uh, the Arthur?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is this yeah, one yeah. just called
1: Robin Hood? Uh, yes, Robin Hood. Or is it called Hood? They mm-hmm. decided just to take the one just out. Just take the no. Uh, Jamie Fox, Hood. Jamie Dornan as Will Scarlet, guy of Gisberg, Will Scarlet. Oh yeah. Eva Hewson as Lady Marion. Oh Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that dude's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. That will dude he be is better than, everything. uh, everything.
0: Will he be better than, uh, what's his name? Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman. <laughs> I don't know. Alan Mr. Rickman was a badass Sheriff Mr. of Nottingham.
1: Uh, Alan Rickman is amazing. Yeah. Rest in peace. But yeah, yeah. uh, I don't think so. That's why
0: yeah. I don't think it's going to be. Like, yeah, I think it's going to be
1: fine. I'm where it looks very action-y. Yeah. Um, which is fine, which is cool. The moves are pretty dope though. Like, yeah. In those the trailers, one where he's the, flying and oh, he's like man. shooting it. I'm and like, like oh, running up yeah. the ball. Like and there's a guy. <laughs> yeah, I tried that one. <laughs> yeah. His, <laughs> his infamous Prince of Persia. If you if you want to hear more about that, I think that was uh not last episode, but the episode before on uh, the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, good times. Um there's an actual archer. I forget it. I think his his name's Lars something. If you watch his YouTube videos, the guy is insane. He can throw a bottle cap in the air and hit it with an arrow wow yeah man and like he studied he studied a lot of photo like pictures from the olden days of how archers were drawing and holding their bows and stuff to be more efficient and everything and he has different ways but like this guy's got videos of him jumping off things and shooting two bows at the same time or two different draws or he's got that technique where he can hold like three arrows on his um on his steady hand or his draw hand or steady hand i' yeah. don't know which one it is and then just start unleashing. It's insane. Wow. So it looks like it's kind of doing that, like this very modern way of using the bow and arrow, which I have a huge affinity for the bow and
0: arrow. Yeah, no, me too. I, Ever since Robin Hood. I don't know
1: when I had one, but for some, I've always wanted a bow and arrow. I've always wanted to just rip open one. I went to a, do we have Cabela's here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. went to Cabela's and I went to the trial thing where you can shoot that paper deer. Yeah. Shot it in the head. Nice. Yeah, didn't buy a bow though. No. Um, but but at that point I, I, you're like yeah, that's it. I could do this, this is the best that's gonna happen. Yeah. This is this is the best that my bowing, my archery life will get. I just shot a paper deer on a wall in the eye. In I have the eye. one witness. <laughs> in midair, mind you. In midair, mind you. <laughs> but anyways, no, this guy's videos are insane. Like, yeah, and he's they've been around for a while, but like uh-huh. he's running on things, rolling, tucking, diving, dodge, duck. Dick dive, yeah. and dodge. Dip, dive, and dodge. I think I said dick at
0: one. Yeah, time. you did. Uh, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that is impressive." It's an
1: interesting dodgeball That's technique.
0: A whole other arrow we're talking about. Ah, the yeah. brain, <laughs> the brain.
1: That's a waiting reference <laughs> yeah. for all you people that haven't seen <laughs> waiting. And if uh, you
0: look at it closely, it looks like a, uh, a wing.
1: Man, yeah. Louis Guzman needs to be in more things. <laughs> yeah. but I, I saw, I saw a poster with him on like. This really crappy CSI knockoff-looking show. <laughs>
0: <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh man, you're man, so good. You like, are... what are you
1: doing here? Yeah. He was on Vice City. All oh, you Grand Theft Auto fans. He was the one of the bad guys in Vice City. Oh, okay. Yeah. True story. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Um, I want to talk about moments. And like, and I don't want to talk about superhero moments because there's a bunch of them. Yeah. But like, a lot of times in movies when you're watching them, there's that one moment that. For instance, like I mentioned, the Kevin Spacey walking into the, like, the police scene where you're like, that is an amazing, amazing moment. moment. Yeah. Uh, the Kaiser Soze reveal. Yeah. Right? And I'm not going to say what it is. You should watch it. But if you haven't seen The Usual Suspects, the the Kaiser Soze reveal is amazing. Yeah. And the way that that whole movie is constructed. And it's one of those reveals, too, that doesn't ruin the movie a second or third time watching it. You just keep finding more and more things. Yeah. Um. But are there moments for you, like, growing up or something that were just, like, they're so embedded in your mind that you cannot forget Mm -hmm. them? Like, you will always go to them as, like, oh, my God.
0: I, you know, like there's a ton of them. I remember my first, like, and I know like this is, it it may not be the greatest moment, but, and it goes back to Robin Hood too, because we were talking about like moments that were, were like, oh, you know, whatever, like that, that you, that you found that just kind of were impactful or whatever. And there's that one scene where they're hanging all of the, you know, uh, like little John's like son and like, oh, Wolf. so they God. get everybody off, yeah. but Wolf is still hanging. Yeah. And so he shoots the arrow and it goes like through the rope and it releases Wolf. And then it pans. Cause everybody thought that Robin was dead and it pans to Robin Hood, right. To Costner's character. Yeah. And like, everyone's like gasping, like he's alive. And then you hear Maid Marion um, uh, by Mar- Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, was like, nice. Robin. Like, you know, like, and then like Rickman's character, like, it was just like, it was one of those moments I remember like watching it in the theater. And then when I had the cassette, like, you know, cassette, the VHS cassette. The VHS. Yeah. I remember rewinding it over and over just for that one moment. And I'm like, and, you know, we were talking about how, you know, movies were kind of a pastime and, you know, yeah, we've seen a few movies where you're like, yeah. oh, it's cool. But like, that was one of the first movies where you know i i would watch it over and over again yeah. and i'm like this is different like it was just a different movie for yeah. me and like i said it's not like the greatest movie of all time but it was just the one that made me appreciate movies and moments in movies a little bit more Crazy. Any yeah. other ones?
1: Speaking of VHS, I was looking around the room, I guess, are oh, you looking at me. Yeah. I've got my Lion King VHS somewhere in this room. Yeah, that's in a, that, the Lion King VHS. It's that's in this room. A great one to have. Thank you. Yeah. Any other ones? Like
0: in, any other moments? No, like you know, I mean there's like funny moments that you could think of, yeah. right? Like I mean, um, like comedic moments, I will always go back to the, uh, in Hitch where, uh, Will Smith and uh, what's his name? Yeah. Ke- uh, the big guy. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. No. No, it's not Kevin, Kevin James. Smith. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, he's teaching them how to dance or whatever. Oh. And he's like, no, I got this. Like, I'm good with this. And he's like, what don't do ever mean? do that again. <laughs> what do you mean you're good? Yeah. It's a Q-tip. Yeah.
1: Q-tip. Throw it away. You don't need no pizzas. <laughs> you <laughs> you got lots of we got food lots there. Of food this there. is
0: where you live. <laughs> like that moment, I'm like, and like it just it cracked me up. And like it just again, it's not like a a, a huge pivotal scene, but it's one that I just it cracks me up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Like I, I I like that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think comedy has comedy has a lot more of those moments because you can just keep quoting them over and over again. Yeah. Um, we we quote Zoolander on the regular. Right. Like. Soph did not care for Zoolander the first time she watched it. Yeah, nobody does.
0: And then- (laughs) I didn't. No? No. Oh, man. The first time I saw Zoolander, I was like, this was- the stupidest movie <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, but then I found myself going like, and, and just like remembering what like, um, Hansel is so hot right now, so, and I'm so like hot maybe right it's now. not that stupid. So then you go back and you and you you look at it as what it was supposed to be, which is just supposed to be, it was supposed to be a stupid funny movie. Yeah, but it's, it's like um, like it's a satire mm-hmm.
1: on. The fashion industry and fashion models. Mugatu. And stuff. Mug- <laughs> Mugatu. Just like the most ridiculous over the top comedic bad guy. Yeah. Oh my God. And like Mila Jovovich as, uh, his assistant. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. Yeah. Like that's another one, but she started liking it more because we were quoting it on our, like in our daily lives. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. You, you find me one group of people. If you're outside and you say big gulps, hey, see, well, see you later. Yeah. Everybody's gonna like know where it's from. It'll crack them up. They'll just yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You want to was- hear the
0: most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Mock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the one I hear the most.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bird. Yeah. 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 Oh man, and like, and that one was just like. <laughs> It's like everyone calls it a classic, but it's really not. Like it's it's that's yeah. actually like a legit. It's just a dumb movie. but It's called Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and if you didn't have Jeff Daniels and uh, Jim, Jim Carrey in there, forget it. No, like, the 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 bad guy was non-existent. Like it was literally not. There wasn't even a real antagonist because all we're doing is following these guys in these situations. Yeah. Like, it was so cool. Uh,
0: Swinson, Swanson, Swanson, Samsonite. Slimmy. Samsonite. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> I was man, Look at the briefcase. Are these IOUs? Those are as good as gold, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And,
1: I don't know, and that one's tough because, like, comedy's subjective. Yeah. Like, I know people that don't like uh, Anchorman. It yeah. It really bothers me, but I'm like, I have to respect your opinion, I guess. I guess. Come on, it We're works like
0: works seven seven out of ten times six, every time. Yeah. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, time works every, every, every time. time. That's what it was.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the first time for me was the mask.
0: Yeah, uh, and you love that movie, dude. You, uh, you loved Cameron Diaz, though. I think is what it was. No, no, no. I loved I love the mask character.
1: Yeah. When someone brings up Cameron Diaz, I automatically think of the mask, mask. Cameron Diaz because ever since the mask, that was it. Like, yeah. that, was the ho- that was the most beautiful she's ever been, and that's it. Yeah. And I was, like, five or six. When it came out? Was I six uh, six or seven? You would have been seven. It was seven. 95, right? Sorry, yeah. 94, yeah. 95, yeah. Yeah. So I was seven years old when I first saw saw, saw it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that <laughs> was, like. Still tongue-tied by Cameron Yeah, Diaz no then. kidding. Yeah. Uh, Lion King was one of the first movies I saw. That just impacted me for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. still to this day. But The Mask had this just, like this certain energy about him and like the character himself. And it was obviously because it's like the genie in Aladdin. Yeah. Like the genie in Aladdin is all Robin Williams right down to the writing. Yeah. All the ad libs, everything about him, his essence, Jim Carrey, who I was a huge fan of, still a huge fan of. Um, It was his genie in the mask and you're watching him do that. And you're just like, I want to do (laughs)
0: <laughs> like yeah.
1: that is the coolest thing in the world and it was the introduction of CGI which was crazy like you've never seen anything like that before like and the reason that they were able to pull off most of that stuff is because Jim Carrey's face is so like elasticy. Yeah. He was able to stretch his body parts and his face so much so they didn't need so much CGI in those pulling scenes like when he's taking the mask off or it's going on. Yeah. Um but the Lion king was was uh, a like a pivotal pivotal moment for me. But I didn't really appreciate movies like when you had that moment with like Robin Hood where you're yeah. like, This that was like amazing. That was crazy. Yeah. Um until I saw it would have been Fight Club. And yeah. we've talked about this before. And I'm not yeah. gonna spoil it. I don't wanna spoil it for you. I don't yeah. for anybody else listening, go and watch Fight Club. Do yourselves a favor. Um Fight Club was the first time I saw a movie cuz I saw Fight Club before and then I saw Seven after like a couple years after and I saw Goodfellas after as well like a lot of these other movies. It was the first time where I'm like I'm not watching just a movie like yeah. I'm there there is something visceral in this movie and I think it's going to change me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And it did because then I could you know there's one scene in Fight Club where they were talking like everywhere we'd go we size things up That was one of the quotes in the movie. Yeah. And ever since that movie, you know, I've been more or less, not to the extent that I've been doing it for the past probably five, six years, but like sizing up movies, going to good movies. That's how, like, it was that as a gateway for me to really look at Tarantino movies and David Fincher movies and um, Hitchcock movies and um, uh, all sorts of other movies that from other directors and being like, oh, like, there's more to this stuff than just a bunch of people on screen, a bunch of scenes, things going on like being able to read subtext, maybe that's the best yeah. way to put it. And Would understanding the subtext to and its relation to what's going on in our culture.
0: Would you say that like in in many cases we realize our maturity of it changes by based on the movies we watch? Yeah. Like I, and that's kind of one thing where uh, I like I realized too uh, like you know you watch movies for example Bring it, bring them Sorry, up. you you watch movies, for example, like uh, uh, there you go, um, like Seven. I yeah. think Seven was one of the ones where it was wasn't a movie I thought I would like, yeah. but I think it, it kind of it changed my perception of movies and and matured me as a movie watcher. Yeah, I was like, oh, like not my style of movie. Don't think I would. I didn't think I would like it. Yeah, and then I'm like, damn. That was a good freaking movie. Like yeah. it changed you. Yeah. So like there's, there's movies I find that change you and they change your maturity level. They change your whole like demeanor. It's like you grow up, like the movies you watch reflect your growing up that you do. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, you know, you, you, you just talked about how, you know, Lion King was your pivotal movie and let's yeah. face it like great movie, but it was a kid's movie. Right. Like, you 100%. know, wait, it's, it's, adult it's, themes in it, exactly, but yeah. yeah, but then you, you go to and you're like, and then Fight Club changed me. Okay, well, what's Fight Club? It's, and from what I know, I haven't seen it, but it's it's a raw movie, it's more mature. So, like, now all of a sudden, your tastes change. You, the way you look at movies and in general life, yeah, changes, right?
1: Well, and the thing with Fight Club is, depending on what point in, in your life it is, like, so when I first watched it, there was only two reasons why it hit me. And again, when we watch it mm-hmm. and after we're going to have a discussion.
0: Yeah. We're having a discussion. I got to watch A full it.
1: episode of Just Fight Club. I could do it. Yeah. Um, then the more I get older, like right now, I watched it and one of the characters in there, like they're 30 at the time. Yeah. I'm three weeks away from being 30.
0: hmm
1: I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I have no idea what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I've got my job, but it's whatever. Yeah. It's not fulfilling me in any way. Yeah. Um, and... The movie has so many of those undertones as, as for them, it's children of the baby boomers Mm -hmm. who were left in this chasm, this void—maybe a void's better—yeah, of society. And I'm able to see that now, watching it. Like, and I was talking to someone about it, and I think I talked to you about it, or I was talking to Soph about it. And I'm like, I realize what my new mantra can be because when you're when we when we're raised, like you have a daughter, and you're gonna give her everything. Yeah, and, and and you're gonna, and she's gonna know that she is loved, she is cared for, she is special, like to all of yeah. us, like yeah, she is up here. Yeah, my goddaughter is up here. Like these, yeah, like uh, the, the she's kids our, of our Simba. best friends. Yeah, well, <laughs> like they they are in this. We were we will put them up to be special. Yeah, they are going to be unique. They are going to be everything like that. And the sad thing is until the point they realize that they no longer are. Yeah. Because we're part of a big thing. Yeah. And I rewatched the movie and the one quote in there, I won't tell you what it is. But the one you put on Facebook. The one I put, no, on Instagram. Uh, okay. Um. The one I put on Instagram is you are not a beautiful and unique snowflake. Yeah. And a lot of people take that the wrong way. Yeah. And, and take that, just that line, I put it on my Instagram and I had some people message me like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. But the thing was, is that as growing, as I was growing up, I was raised that I was special in some way, shape or form to a certain group of people. Yeah. But there is a bigger pool of people and I am not a beautiful and unique snowflake. I am yeah. the same as everybody else around. Yeah. So I am not owed anything. I'm not like all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and I think that the general thing is there's freedom in that. Yeah. Yeah. There's freedom in those words. So that's where when I look at Bike Club now, that's how I'm looking at it with those eyes. Yeah. Um, where as opposed to when I was younger, I was like, Oh man, like I wanna punch somebody in the face. I never did. <laughs> yeah. But, like you get that get those feelings. And I think to your point, every time you watch a movie at certain points of your life, you will catch something different. Yeah. There's for certain movies that do that. Zoolander won't be like that. Zoolander no. will be the same from the first day, yeah, to the next day. But even Lion King and some of the Disney movies, like I'm catching some stuff in there that they put in there just for the parents. Yeah. Uh, even in the mask, I will reveal my croissant, I will <laughs> spread your pate, and I will dip my ladle in your vichy yeah, 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 I didn't get that last one until I was in culinary, <laughs> culinary school, school. And then I was like, oh, that's what vichy soix <laughs> is. That's what it is. I
0: still don't know what it is. So yeah, It's a
1: potato and leek soup. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's
1: good. It's tasty. That's so anticlimactic. It be served hot or cold.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh any like so for you, I know I went on tangent on fight club, but like yeah. in, like so for Seven, have you recently watched it or has it been a while? It's been a while. When you think of that movie, do you think of it differently than it than it was overall, or do you still feel the same way?
0: I still feel the same way, I think, now, but again, like I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe like, you know, my perception would change. Mm-hmm. For me, I just I just remembered it was uh it was one of those movies like um Like, I'll still remember the trailer with Morgan Freeman saying, like, you know, going through, he's like, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, pride, Mm -hmm. lust, envy, seven, you could spec five more of these. Yeah. Like, that, like, that line just sticks. And it was just, like, it was a cool movie. Yeah. But it wasn't a movie that I thought I would like, but yet still, it's, it's a cool movie. And to this day, like, I've only seen it twice. Yeah. So, like, it's not like I've seen it, like, a million times. But, like... there's moments that stick. There's lines that stick. Like yeah. that one where, like I said, with Morgan Freeman, where he's like talking about like all the seven deadly sins and, you know, you could expect five more of these and like well, all Well, and that. we're religious
1: too. Yeah. Like we have religious backgrounds and we, yeah. we've we been raised up with these sins.
0: Yeah. So but it's like- I never knew them until the movie Seven. Yes. Like I really didn't. Like, like,
1: yeah. I was like, what the hell is gluttony? Gluttony, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I think I was like uh, 12 or no, I think I was like 15 years old or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a that's a really good point. Uh, Breakfast Club was like that for me. Yeah. Uh, when I see it now, and I think I watched it two years ago, I it, I was looking at it way different. Yeah. And to the point where, like, I underst- I related more to the janitor and the uh, the teacher. <laughs> yeah. That was running the tension.
0: Speaking of those types of movies, um, just to age myself, yeah. Weird Science oh. had their 30 year anniversary on Thursday. Crazy. Let that sink in.
1: I still remember I was going into Best Buy. Yeah.
0: And I like, was so you, excited.
1: You were so yeah. stoked. I've never no, I've, I've seen you happier, obviously. But yeah. like, at the time you were so excited. Like, oh, oh man. my god. Like you did the spaz thing. Yeah. Like you know when you see something, yeah. you're super you're like, eh.
0: Yeah. Oh man. That was me and Gus like yeah. we would we would watch it. Like he'd come to my house like every mm-hmm. Saturday and like we would watch that movie. And like we'd laugh at like just the stupidest scenes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and like where they're wearing, the, like the, uh, uh, the bras on their heads, oh, and they're perfect. like you know, and those two bad guys are like, like the, the you know the ones that poured slushies on yes, their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Dude, man, I, Kelly I
1: LeBrock. I watched that movie. It's probably been at least ten years. Oh man, almost ten years since I've yeah, seen that
0: movie. Probably be about the same for me. I don't watch yeah. it as Anthony like, Michael Hall, man. Yeah, so good, so good. But yeah, Breakfast Club again. I never saw that one. Like I had seen Clippets, but it, like you know. I'd never seen the whole movie. I'd never seen it all. Really? Um cool. But I, I remember seeing clips here and there. Because remember, TBS would play it like- All the time. Ad nauseum. Yeah. Like, like all, all the alone. time. Gladiator, Shawshank, all those Exactly. Yeah. So like I would see little bits at a time. And then I remember one day, I just happened to catch it at the start. And I'm like, so I watched it the full way through. And that was nice. like, it was maybe like, well, what was that? About seven, eight years ago when they were really playing it hard? Damn. That was when I saw it like- Start to finish. Sit down and watch it the the whole way through uninterrupted. Did you see yourself in it?
1: Um, like, was there a part of there? Because I think with a lot of movies that we 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 like, yeah, we can see a part of ourselves or our morality or our psyche in what's going on. Like that's what that's why we gravitate to them. Obviously, we gravitate to some for dumb, stupid fun. Yeah. But when you look at Breakfast Club, like especially when you've got that pool of different people in there, did you relate to any of them? Closer to than the other, so when you're looking at them, like that's me, like that was me during high school, or that was what high school was like for me.
0: Well, and like you know, we've talked about like growing up. I, I, it was weird. My progression was in elementary school. I was the nerd, like I didn't have many friends, you know, whatever. Anthony Michael Hall. Michael Hall. Yeah. Then in high school, I was the popular guy. All of a sudden, yeah. Which, like, I was. It was a total. It was a one eighty, right? So I wasn't used to that. So like, you know, I saw a little bit of. Like, you know, the, the cool guy, not the jock per se, but like the popular. Kind of popular. A mix of
1: Bender and, uh, I think his name was Adam, um, Emilio Estevez's character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was the jock. Yeah. But then, and then Bender was kind of the cool anarchist. Yeah.
0: Kind of amalgamation of the two. So. Does that makes sense. And, yeah. Like, so. In, and like, minus the anarchy. Minus the anarchy. And then now it's well, like, as an adult, you're totally different. Right. Yeah. But you know, for me, I got to see both sides as uh, elementary school you know, and then coming into high school, I remember like I just totally changed. I was like, yeah. you know what? No, this is a new beginning. And I, I remember telling myself, like, I don't need to be like the dork. Like this yeah. is a whole other thing. So and then that's when I decided I would be a class clown and, and and bring out the humorous side. Yeah. And like the guys that were popular in elementary school were now like the outcasts, which was for me so weird. Yeah, you know, and then you and you they're trying to suck now. up to me now, and I'm like, really? Yeah. And you're a dick when like a year ago. It's pretty cool. That yeah, that but it was awesome. It was it was a great. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I, I I can honestly say I wasn't the jerk back because like, I always said to myself, if I if I got to that point where I was popular, I wouldn't take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah,
1: I, and and the cool thing about that movie is, per, like, they all change. Now we don't know for how long. Yeah, but they change in those eight hours that they're in detention. Yeah. Like, as characters, as people, uh, their own understanding of each other as a group. And there's a lot of those themes that, for some reason, and I saw that one again, really young. Like, I can't pinpoint when I saw it, but like, the first time I saw it, and it was old at that point, it was already dated. Like, we're talking about a movie from the 80s. Yeah. It's like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen.
0: Now I relate myself to the principal. That's, That's what I'm so sad. sad. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I'm looking yeah. at the guy, I'm like,
1: Oh, my God, you're so right. Yeah. And, like, he's telling him to write this essay. And I'm actually – it's funny because I'm listening to a podcast now from the Cinephiles with uh, Steve Morris and John Roca. If you guys haven't listened to the Cinephiles, they pick one movie and they break down the whole movie. Oh, wow. So, like, it's awesome. Cool. Um, and they're doing The Breakfast Club right now. That's why it's, like, top of my head, right? Yeah. And I'm probably – I'm only, like, 20 minutes in, right? But yeah. whatever. Uh, And, yeah, I'm relating to him because him making them do that essay – the thousand word essay about who they are well ended up coming out at the end and and he knew what he was doing like figure out who you guys are even though it was a very mean way to do it or he came across as a dick yeah but you know i'm pretty sure he didn't want to be there on a saturday no like yeah i know i know for a fact like when i have to do stuff on saturdays i'm like this is the worst bull this is, this is bull. bullshit this is bull <laughs> this is bull yeah. but yeah um other stuff other stuff big moments what else big moments i mean obviously Let's not forget Vader. Yeah, I mean, even though it's been eons. Yeah, Vader coming out as one, two, three spoiler. One, two, three spoiler. <laughs> one, two, three. Luke's father. Yeah, as still to this day. Yeah, the greatest. It has to be one of the greatest reveals ever.
0: Well, they were talking about top quotes of all time in movie history. Yeah, or not top quotes. Or sorry, quotes? most most used oh, most, yeah. quotes or like most referenced quotes. Yeah, and number one was Luke. I am your father,
1: which isn't correct because he says no. I yep. am your, your father. father. I, yeah. That's the quote. Right. Everyone keeps but it's still it's referenced yeah. to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But
0: like that's like the the, one of the most referenced line that is the most referenced line in like movie history, it apparently. Has to be. Yeah. It but has you're right. Be. Like and I mean we're just we're talking about it now too, right? Like it still gets me excited. Forty years later. It yeah. It still
1: gets me excited. I remember watching it again. Early or late 90s. Yeah. Most of the, like, I ended up shoving a bunch of these movies in the late 90s to early 2000s. Yeah. And then I kind of abandoned a lot of stuff in between. So I've been playing catch up. Yeah. And then going back to them again. So there's like, I'm very much a fan of the late 90s, early 2000s kind of movie. Maybe not so much. Like, once we get past the Matrix, because I was 99, yeah. then it starts getting, you know, there's some good ones, not some great ones or whatever. And then we kind of fast forward and whatever. Right. Yeah. But that one still gets me excited. Yeah. And now it gets me excited for the reason of like, imagine being in the theater and getting that reveal.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: how crazy is that yeah and right now we're at a point where like nothing really
0: surprises us anymore which is kind of sad yeah like, there's
1: very few things that actually surprise
0: us well because of the internet right but like because I mean the back then the only way you'd find out is if if you're waiting to come into the theater and the ones coming out are like I can't believe Vader was his dad mm. like you're, you're like, oh. <laughs> like I
1: would that that's like someone told me they did that Really? Yeah. Oh man, uh, I won't say who their name is yeah. because that's lynch mob territory. Yeah. But they were walking out of the movie, really young. Yeah. Saw it, said it, and pretty much ruined it for somebody else. Wow. Yeah, like someone ruined Sixth Sense for me, but I could give two craps. Like, yeah. I, I think I still think it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. And I still am like, man, for nobody that for the people that don't know,
0: this is amazing.
1: Yeah. But you know, when I, I I Unbreakable is still one of my favorites from him.
0: I haven't seen that movie, dude. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Yeah,
1: I think you, I think you're gonna like I've it. I've got so many Once to you, watch. You do. Yeah, you do.
0: I'm gonna take a week off, a staycation, and I'm just gonna get like you know. I'm gonna. I'll, s- I'll write you a list. Yeah, I was gonna say. I need you to write you a me a list. What, didn't we say we were gonna do a reaction of me to a movie? Fight Club. Was it Fight Club? But I don't
1: know if we can do the
0: reaction. We could do the reaction. Yeah.
1: Um. I definitely want to do a your, you doing a review of it. Yeah. I think that would be dope. Okay. Uh like how many years later? Yeah, it would be like first time watching this. Yeah. Man, we can even do that as a series. Yeah. Just you watching the certain movies for the first time. Actually, that'd be a lot of fun. Damn, yeah. Like face off. Yeah. For all you listening out there, <laughs> let me tell you a little history about Nick and I. <laughs> um so our Nick and I have a very is based on a lie. Our fr- <laughs> Thanks for giving away the ending, dude. Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am (laughs) your father. Okay, so Nick and I have been friends for, God, it's almost 20 years now. Yeah. Pretty damn close. Yeah. And in that time, there was one quote that circulated throughout our lives. (laughs) And that quote is, I want his face Off. off. And face off is a, I would say... A classic. Yeah. A John Woo classic starring the great Nicolas Cage being all crazy and John Travolta being real crazy. Yeah. It's one of those movies that you just sit down, you watch, and at the end of it, you're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. But I was under the impression that (laughs) Nicholas over here Nick, say hi to the fans. Hello, everybody. Nick over here Knew everything about Face Off, and I find out, 15 years later, <laughs> yeah, out of a 20-year friendship, yeah, he has never seen the movie, <laughs> so he has been quoting the line for years, and he is yet to see Face face-off. Off. Yeah, but still, he says Face, Face Off. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. When you told me that, to quote Bruce Almighty, it was like the bedrock of my life was eroding beneath me. <laughs> e-ro-ding. eroding. Eroding. Like, oh, man. I know. And you know, I think what happened was I kept quoting the movie like the rest of it. And you just did the like, ha, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Oh, cool. I can play along. I can play along. I know what's going on here. And you just, um, you kind of. You kind of, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, face I had off is all be intentions of, of watching yeah. it. You still after, haven't seen it. I still
0: haven't seen That's it, which is so one. funny because even happen. like 15 years ago when we first did, it, I'm like, okay, like I seriously, and I remember saying this, like I seriously need to sit down and watch it because he's quoting shit and he's going to figure out that I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then like 15 years later, finally, you had said something and I'm he like, still
1: hasn't found <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: What's going on? That's Dude, totally it's totally so what fun. it was. Fifteen years later, you said a line and you're like, you remember, right? And I'm like, All right, man, I gotta be honest with you. I've never actually seen the movie. And like the, the look on your face, if you had a puppy, it was like I, I killed your pup. You're like, What? My, like I didn't have i
1: t I didn't have I, I don't think I've still need, processed this. You you
0: I remember you actually told me you're like, I need to walk away from <laughs>
1: I could like, and now when I think about it, I just think of you every single day in a diary. Dear day eighty, uh, 851, still hasn't found out. <laughs> yeah. We'll check again tomorrow. And we were working together for like like almost every day. Yeah. Because you had your restaurant. Yeah. And like, then you got that lucky break when I moved away for three years and you were able to take a breather. Then I moved back and you're probably like, Dear diary, he's <laughs> back I now. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I suppose I should watch this, but I think I'm gonna let this ride.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna see how long I can take this. And I remember that one day I was just exhausted. I'm like, I can't. She was angry that day, my (laughs) friend. She was angry that day, my friend. I was exhausted. I was like, I don't I don't even want I can't even pretend. I'm like, like man, I gotta be honest with you. I've never seen the movie. Oh man. I need I need to walk away from you right
1: now. (laughs) Well, and the thing is I don't know what movies you still haven't seen. Or watched or or whatever the vernacular you'd like to use. So I'm like, I'm kind of worried because, but I don't think there's anything else. Like the only thing that would actually ruin my life is if you legit told me you still haven't, you've never seen Zoolander.
0: No, I've seen Zoolander. Yeah, But I'm saying that's
1: the only other thing and Um, not that- Although
0: that that would be pretty impressive if I knew all of that without seeing it. If that happened, I mean,
1: at this point in this day and age, all you need to do is like look up a YouTube video of the best moments of something and you can pretty much get the idea. Because that's what people are going to quote, right? Yeah, that's gonna be one of them. I mean, I don't think much, many people care about face off, but yeah. that's definitely gonna be one of them. Uh, Fight Club's gonna be one of them. Which other ones haven't you seen?
0: You haven't seen Citizen Kane,
1: but Reservoir Dogs th- is
0: another one you told me I have to see. Oh, haven't seen, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've been honest with you on that one. You knew I had not seen you it. Have, yeah. You
1: have. Um, have you seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Nope. That's one. Have you seen Snatch? No, that's yeah, another that's one. one you told. Yeah. Um. I think I like Lockstock better than Snatch, but I love Brad Pitt's performance in Snatch, which you'll see. Yep. Um, what else? Yeah, we, we're going to have to sit down and write a list. Yeah. But that face-off thing. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a doozy. That one was Thank a you doozy. for forgiving me, by the way. Yeah, of course. I mean. Yeah. It took a while. <laughs> there was some sessions. I had, was, to, yeah. I had to go see somebody for we a had while. To see a therapist. We, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then he turned to me. And then he said, face off, and we laughed for five minutes, when it was all a lie. That's pretty much what happened.
0: Oh, there is a diary. Yeah. I'll share it with you one day. Damn. <laughs> like sucker. your own Joker diary. Yeah.
1: Like, you give me a booklet, and all it is is it's a brand new book. You just stamp the words sucker on every yeah. page. I'm like, you didn't have to ruin the book. You could have just gotten it engraved on the top. like. <laughs> This is G's sucker Sucker book. Oh man, that would have been the worst. I would have actually, I would have commended you for that. Have I commended you for anything recently? I don't think so. I don't know if there's been a reason.
0: You actually like? No, uh, I give you mad props whenever I can. But you like?
1: There's difference. There's a difference between mad props where it's like, no, you gotta like. This is the guy. He's the like. You know, when when I say like, you know, you gotta talk to Nick, and this is the guy to do it. But like. I don't know if I've commended you on something that just like even it took me aback, and I don't use the term aback, aback. a lot,
0: <laughs> so you know it's a big uh, yeah. So it's
1: a big deal right now. So I kind of feel bad. I gotta find something to commend you for. I don't know what it is. It's definitely not your hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty plain. Yeah, it's pretty plain. Uh, but I'm gonna find something. Yeah. I'll find something. Um... Oh. oh, my hair looked
0: nice. I got a haircut today. <laughs> did you? I did. Who cuts your hair now? Uh, I go to Sheer Escape.
1: Sheer Escape? Yeah. Do you feel Morgan. an escape?
0: I feel, yeah, I feel escaping. Yeah. It's, uh, did you, it's like, funny because I go there and then I I went there because that's who cuts Christine's hair. Sure. And um, that's then, his wife, by the that's way. That's my wife. So, like, when I go there, I tell them where I work and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I cut your manager's hair. I cut a uh, guy, Stacy's hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, so all these people. And I'm like, oh, small world. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's all right. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. It's a good story.
1: Yeah. By the way, did you go for your suit? Do you know? Do we know what's going on with your suit?
0: I'm waiting for Aaron to get back.
1: Nice. I'm gonna have to call him. This He's is compl- on holidays oh, until the fourteenth. Oh, yeah. I texted him
0: a couple days ago. Really yeah, this is he all a good wedding. of time wedding. though.
1: Good. As long as we have lots of time. Yeah. Because I have to go to Saskatoon for like three days or something. I thought he
0: was supposed to call me. That's why I was like, Am I supposed to call? Did you end up
1: going when I message you though? When? A month ago?
0: I don't remember. Probably I not. We'll figure it out. This yes, I wedding. did. Oh, you did. I yeah. did because okay. I went in there and I, and I talked business and with them way. too. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: This is all wedding stuff. that doesn't pertain to movies or entertainment or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Nick are just riffing right now. Yeah.
0: Um, what else is there? I don't know if there's
1: anything else. We've been running for 59 minutes, which is usually our live show thing. It's pretty good. Um, Nick, do you have anything?
0: No. talk about anything? You good? I think we're good. We got a lot of stuff covered in that in that hour.
1: For just a couple guys with no questions from people.
0: And no boss to keep us intact. Yeah. Well, well and speaking of like which- he really keeps
1: us intact. Yeah. Well, and to piggyback off this, Nick and I kind of want to do a separate podcast where it's just me and Nick talking about just pretty much whatever the hell we want to talk about. Like we did today. Like pretty much we did for the, the well, the back half. Yeah. You know, um, we, we got some stuff care covered. Oh, yeah. You know, for an yeah. audio version for people listening and who want to get a certain experience out of your F word listening. Um, you're listening to uh, Nick and G. Sorry, you're listening to Nick and G on the F Word <laughs> Podcast. Nick, tell the people something. Something. Well, that is the <laughs> that is exactly what I asked. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to title this a live show because it's not a live show. I think this is going to be a dig. Dig dive, a deep <laughs> deep dive. dive. One of the deep dive episodes, we didn't really like. We didn't really deep dive into any particular thing, but I'm just gonna go deep dive Nick and G. Movies, I think that's
0: what I'll movies that changed us.
1: Movies that changed that us. changed us. Yeah, back and to the, to the left. left. Back. back. And to, to the, the left. left. That is a Seinfeld reference. If you don't know, you better find out. Nick and G at the F Word. You can email us at thefwordpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. Find me on Twitter at the F-words G, And I think Entertain Facts has a Twitter as well. Make sure you're following Entertain Facts on YouTube. Thank you for all the listeners on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, Pocket Cast all sorts of places tell your friends if you like the show if you got any suggestions you can always like i said tweet me at the f words g uh we've got a twitch thing going on simply called the f word and i don't know what else we're going to be doing uh,
0: yeah that's it <laughs> uh tell me any movies that else I, what else i should watch too yeah if, any movie suggestions that are classics in your eyes yeah uh then uh if i haven't seen them i will watch those too I have a week off. I'll see how many movies I could watch in that week.
1: Hashtag campaigning for Nick's cinephile card. His C card. That's what we'll do it. That's what we'll call it. So, yeah, tweet me at the F G what movies you think Nick needs to see. We'll let you know directly as soon as I can if he's seen them or not. And when he does see them, we'll just slap a video together uh, after Nick watches them. Yep. That's what we're going to do.
0: That's Done. what I like it. I like it.
1: Nick, G, and the F Word. And we are out until next week. Okay.